Well, we are getting to the home stretch of the regular season before the playoff fun begins. And we've got a lot to talk about on today's show. Uh, notably, the attendance spike, the attendance jump from this year to previous years. Some good attendance news, if you can believe it or not. Yes, we're starting off with good news on a Tuesday, and we get to hear from you. So let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other podcasting platforms, be it Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, if that's still a thing, wherever, however, we appreciate it. You can also find us on the social medias, X and Instagram, and email us anytime we do have iterations on doing a mailbag episode this week. So get those in if you so choose, lockedonrays at gmail.com. So this was something that we didn't have time to dive into yesterday, but figured we'd go ahead and mention it and throw it out there. The Rays uh, are out of home games for the rest of the season, so we know what the final attendance numbers and figures are, or what, I guess, the announced official attendance figures are Uh, this year the Rays drew roughly 1.44 million fans which breaks down to 17,781 butts in the seats per game that is quite a sizable jump from last year we're talking 25 30 percent jump from last year where they drew roughly 1.4 one three million fans and an average of 13,927. So really all told they were drawing about on average 4,000 more fans per game this year than last year. Ulysses first off, I mean, obviously this is good upbeat news, but do you have any guess or opinion on why such a big jump from this year, from last year, and the year before, too, where it was just quite dreadful in 2021. Of course, you were, you had the whole COVID yeah. mess that we were trying to get out of. But I think as we moved into 2022, 2023, and beyond, um, we're starting to get away from that a little bit, fortunately. Well, guess what? I'm going to give you two words. And if you're a Locked on Race listener slash watcher, um, you're going to know these two words pie chart okay there we go here we go with the pie chart uh look i think ten dollar tickets helped a lot uh more promotion uh in advertisement and, and marketing i mean you go to channel side and you actually see raise players faces and yeah. saying you know let's go raise you go to ebor there are some raise stuff not as many but there are um, you go uh, on the bridge, there's big billboards, 275, there, there, there are a few. So you can see that there was some uh, thought behind it. Like, hey, yes. why don't we market 
the thing that we're trying to sell. Right. That's no, I think, I think that was huge for sure. That is something I noticed a little bit more, particularly the promotion of Wander Franco and then the deactivation of that promotion. But in general, it did seem like they did invest much more in those highway byway um, billboards, which I think have a very, very major impact. And you really hit on a good point. The giveaways, I think, were tremendous this year from the Wander Franco bat to the Shane McClanahan bobblehead to the 25th anniversary pomp and circumstance, uh, the items and, and some of the other promotions that they had surrounding that. The Randy soccer jersey. I mean, there was a lot of good stuff this year. The reversible bucket hat. I, yeah, I think you got a handful of promotions this year, one way or the other. The figurine, the Aki Iwamura figurine brought to you by Dex Imaging. Thank you very much. Uh, so there was a, a lot of good to go around with all that. And the $10 tickets, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that was available or that was an option for just about every home game. Yeah. Um, and then they had the, you know, the the all games ticket pass for forty nine dollars uh, a month, two hundred fifty dollars for the full season. And I think the the in-game experience, the in-game acoustics seem to be bumped up a little bit more. Whoever's idea it was to uh, create, develop the Randy Land uh, ploy, I think really, really worked wonders for, hey, this is a, a hangout spot. This is a vibe. This is something where you're not going to go to the trop and it's going to be quiet and there's going to be no energy. There's going to be some hype surrounding this team and this game. And uh, I mean, there's other seating options if you want a little bit more peace and quiet. But if you really want to ingrain yourself into something special, there's your opportunity. Yeah, no, the Randy Land thing, whoever came up with that, or or maybe it wasn't just one person, but it was a couple fantastic job there. That's that that was perfect. I hope that it keeps going. Uh, and not only that, I mean, the sound still is not optimal, but yes, it Fair. did seem to have an improvement. And also the screens, uh, they they did increase in size. It did increase in quality. Uh, you didn't have to, you know, struggle kind of like, hey, what is that? Uh, you actually had more information. You have the vertical break, the horizontal break on the on the left uh, field um, screen by the uh, I'm blanking on it. The TBT deck. OK, or is it or is it called a TBT deck still? I don't know if it's been changed. Uh, I would well, think you know eventually. If I call it a TBT deck, that kind of just tells you, or the party deck, you know, how old yeah. you are, if it has a new name. Uh, no, but the the whole thing, I mean, unveiling the statues, I did hear a lot of people kind of um, upset that that, it, that that wasn't marketed enough. I mean, we knew That's about fair. it. Uh, but I guess, you know, you, you, you really um, should have heard it a little bit more, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but... Yeah, no. Overall, the, the the marketing, the promotions, the advertisement, the, the the ticket options, and let's not forget the most important part of this whole thing: concessions. <laughs> concessions were there were some there were some good options there with yeah, the but like when have five dollars new... bottled water and Bud and Bud Light and sure. hot dogs, popcorn, peanuts, and so forth. That's great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is good. That is good. But the most important factor of it all, I believe, is what are you putting out on the field? If that if that team goes 0 for 13, it ain't the same as 13 and 0. 
it ain't Fair. the same as like everybody talking about you, even SportsCenter, even uh, ESPN, that they don't care about baseball and they're and they're like at least like mentioning you. Uh, you're 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 passing teams that you had never even heard of, and you're a baseball nerd like the New York Gotham's. What? Yeah. Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne was the GM. What's going on here? Um, so that fueled the fire to having a really good attendance. And you're also starting with the fact that they were, um, uh, they, ha- they hadn't suffered a defeat right at Tropicana field in the beginning of the year. So like that makes you go. So like a lot of all these things make up that very, uh, beautiful pie chart. Yeah. We, we started to see bits and pieces of, okay, it does seem like the word out on the street is the Rays are going to find a way to stick around long-term in Tampa Bay. So I think that maybe brought some people yeah. back around, but yeah, on the field, it also helps when you have a guy named Wander. It also helps when you have a guy named Shane McClanahan. It helps when you have a guy named Randy Rosarena who does what he does in the World Baseball Classic. And I think there's probably a bleed over effect where you maybe have, you know, more casual baseball sports fans. Maybe we're never a race fan, but maybe they're a fan of Team Mexico team mexico fan of team randy and they want to mm-hmm. they want to catch it all there so there's the opportunity with all that and uh, i think a little you know credit and kudos to to rob manford with the some of the rules changes making the games a little bit more enjoyable and swift and Ooh. more action-packed if you will i think uh, that brought a little bit something special and we started to see what could and would become with spring training where it was like Man, these spring training games are wrapping up pretty quickly. So, what about start time, Kev? Yeah, start time is PM. Six forty PM makes maybe people. You know, I know some people that are in Lakeland and in Orlando might be like, "Dude, there's no way I can get here on time," or like, "I would have to like take PTO in order to get here on time." Right. Uh, But I do think six forty does help most people uh, to realize, "Hey, I'm not gonna have to go back at home at eleven PM, twelve PM." Mm Yeah. yeah, that is fair. So I'll uh, I'll be curious to see what the attendance is next year. I'm praying. I'm pleading. Let's get over the two zero or get to the two zero 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 mark uh, in average uh, fan attendance. Uh, I'd I'd love to get back uh, to that juncture. That would be really nice. What's the maximum attendance right now with the upper deck seal 25 or 26,000. Do you know? Ooh, I, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure if it's, let's say it's 26,000. So you're, ta- you're telling me that you want the trop to be at a 77% clip filled. On hey, average. when you make the, the playoffs, uh, five years running and nine years and 16 nice. tries and you've, uh, your, your ownership group has, guaranteed that they're going to spend $700 million plus cost overruns on a new ballpark. Maybe that draws some more people uh, into the game. Although I think there could be a little bit of a detractor effect as the construction gets going. I've sort of made it known that I don't know if I really want to be anywhere near the St. Petersburg area or near the Tropicana field construction site area, uh, the redevelopment area, because unless they've got, I mean, I know they have very smart people working on the project, but uh, sounds like a mess to me. So we'll see. Uh, you know, maybe my maybe I really you know carve out. Okay, I'll go to a game on a Saturday or a Friday, but the the weekday game thing, the Sunday game thing, might be a little bit out of the question. But at the end of the day, you should go support this franchise for sure. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this: Are you struggling to close deals? 
Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. This is called deep sales, and we've built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. So here's what you need to do, okay? Right now, you can try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That is linkedin.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started today. All right, Ulysses, uh, we put a request out to our listenership and watchership last week. Um, we threw out a couple questions uh, in regards to the new stadium developments. And uh, these questions uh, were, if I recall, uh, they, they went like this. One, what should the name or what do you think the name of the new ballpark will be? i.e. who will be the big ticket sponsor to go along with the park. If I had to guess, it probably won't be Tropicana anymore, but you never know. So we put that out there. And then we also posited uh, if or any raised player will be on the 40-man roster, or that's on the 40-man roster now, will be still on the roster when the new stadium officially opens up in 2028. So we're looking at 24, 25, 26, 27 going into 28. Is anybody on the 40 man roster still in the Rays organization during uh, that lengthy time frame? And we got some really good comments and in, in discussion with that. Yes, yes, we did. We, we had plenty of comments. I'm going to start with one that decided not to answer either question, but I really liked what they said. It's did just a redirect. <laughs> yeah that's what you do when you deal with the media they ask you one question and you don't answer that question you redirect to some other topic <laughs> that you without, know uh, giving any insider details into what they asked originally giuseppe laroca might be a politician maybe i don't know but he says right. uh crazy to think that this saga has been going on for nearly two decades i'm gonna miss the trop so many memories there so i, I wanted to say okay i wanted to, to ask okay so what will you miss most about the trop and giuseppe goes it's not a particular thing or place. I'd say it's just overall how many times I have been there, from a 10-year-old boy all the way up to being 35. From getting blown out to winning playoff games, birthdays spent there, dates with my girlfriend, scra uh, scrapping together, uh, changed to attend games in my college days. Also, in a way, I feel like the trop sums up the Rays' identity. We're almost always the underdog, overlooked team in a not-so-pretty stadium. We don't have all the bells and whistles like the Yankees or Red Sox and many others. Yes, I'm excited for a new stadium, but at the same time, somewhat nostalgic for the trop. Really sorry for my long-form answer. Thank you and be well. Of course, go race. Love it. Love what, it. Whatever you think of uh, the warehouse or the fruit dome or whatever 
type of adjective or description you would like to give that building and facility. Uh, a lot of good moments are, are usually created when you enter or are surrounded by that uh, complex. Um, you know, a lot of wins, a lot of friendships, a lot of relationships, um, just positive good moments. You know, maybe the aesthetics aren't uh, to the liking of uh, some of the billion dollar ballparks nowadays, but you can still have a really good, positive, fruitful experience for sure. Oh, yeah, I know. And and I, I like that he said, you know, 25 years from being 10 to 35, like all of the things that happened to you in your personal life yeah, that somehow bled in into that same and the commonality is the trop. Uh, I thought that was a very yeah. uh, poignant message. So, yeah, and, we're, and that's we're the thing. Giuseppe is kind of the the type of person that the Rays are going after and trying to bank on for the new stadium is you have people that grew up watching the devil Rays slash Rays when that they were 10 adolescents, teenagers, whatever it may be. Now they're adults. Now they're starting families and that next generation, their kids, Giuseppe's kids, people like Giuseppe, their kids hopefully grow up and, and start following the, uh, the Rays, watching the Rays, becoming fans of the Rays and getting uh, all, all involved in, in what it is that they do. This was this was my whole thesis, freshman year of college, public speaking class. Mr. Blake Paxton, you and I had the greatest professor ever. Look up his ratings on Rate My Professor. Dude was dope. Anyway, that was my whole argument from our thesis. Like, it give it time, people. The race just need time to create that tradition, to create that fan base. And this is what we're getting. We're getting now 35-year-olds that might have kids that are taking their kids to the trop. That's really, really yeah. cool. Future uh, YouTube discussion. Who is the best and worst professor at USF that you've encountered? <laughs> I'd like to see some of those answers and if we have yeah. any uh, cross-pollination on that. Uh, we have more to dive into. Um, Giuseppe's uh, points there uh, were really um, nice, and we do want to get to uh, some other listener comments as well. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something extremely important. Yes, yes, we do. And that is that modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains can be fragile. Things like pandemics, we know about that. Natural disasters, we know about that. And foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jay's Medical is your solution. You just fill out their online form and one of Jay's Medical's board certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send you prescriptions uh, to one of their partner, uh, partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jay's Medical Plus, an additional $20 off by using our code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout at jaysmedical.com. Again, code LOCKEDON at jaysmedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. I'm kind of serious about the USF professor thing. If you want to list in the comments, uh, the best and worst professors that you've ever encountered at the University you know of South Florida. I would I would really uh, find it awesome if a USF professor 
um, was a fan of locks on race. That'd be really there cool. There we go. No, I there I certainly encountered some good ones. One that really uh, actually could give a lot of insight into uh, public financing of stadiums and the monstrosity that it is. Paul Porter, who was a marketing professor that I took there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it just goes to show you that there there's some professors or teachers through your learning experience that you can kind of rattle off the top of your head as memorable one way or the other. I try to remember the good ones and there's a lot of others. There's a lot of replacement level professors and teachers, but the ones who really make an impact and and stand above the rest. And you remember some of the things that they said or taught you or wisdom that they shared. They remember through adulthood. I had several teachers when I was a a senior in high school uh, that was like, man, they, I'm, I'm just, eating up what they're they're giving me no so yeah that's, uh, they have war there. they've got really good war uh but yeah some 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 teachers are replacement level that's for sure yeah. uh just like with anything as well yeah. uh sports uh, other professions too podcasters whatever it may be um <laughs> all right so getting to some comments here from listeners uh charles mcgregor our buddy says taco bus park as a possible stadium name uh, especially if they were moving to uh, Ebor, that's not happening, of course. And then um, he sees maybe, perhaps Shane Boz on the roster come 2028. Uh, Ty McCann says he would love to see Tropicana Field too, uh, but Publix Park is the best sounding. Uh, he also mentioned the uniform sleeve advertisement that is something that the rays still have yet to sell or get an advertiser for um so i'm curious to see who that will be eventually and i'm also curious to see one what the cost of the naming rights for the stadium will be and what the cost of the sleeve patch endorsement advertisement will be i know i had mentioned several months ago that Oh, it's not, you know, whatever. It's a little patch. Who cares? But uh, watching some other teams, there is a little bit of tackiness to it. I, I will say I do kind of like that, that al natural look. And then when you see, you know, the, it, it kind of stands out, especially when you're watching on television. It's like, that's all I can focus on as opposed to the players. They're not the dumb. The they're not dumb. They're like, hey, can you get us a close up of, you know, it's like, it's yeah. very obvious. Yeah. For sure. Um, Michael Clark has 40-man power rankings for 2028. Josh Lowe, Curtis Mead, Jose Siri, Isak Paredes. And full disclosure, uh, we did this episode before the news of Junior Caminero getting the call-up. So if I had to guess, he might be a, a strong candidate going forward. Sure. Um, Noah Perdomo says, Papa John's Park, baby. Uh, and then as far as... Uh, 40-man possibilities long into the future, 2028. Uh, Curtis Mead, Taj Bradley, and a dark horse of Randy Arena. Man, that would be a long, mm. long time for Randy to be in a raised uniform. And then he also wants to throw out a, a reliever possibility because, I mean, Andrew Kittredge has been on the team since 2017. So sometimes, uh, you know, those, those middle relievers have a way of sticking on the roster. Kevin Kelly, perhaps, is what he throughout there um what else do we have uh robert williams says osleves basabe will be playing in the new stadium and then as far as a name bayside park um i like the name but bayside isn't a 
major conglomerate or corporation, if I recall. They're going to want some uh, cash flow out of that. So maybe, you know, Papa John's at Bayside Park or uh, Bayside Papa John's Park. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I I have a, a comment that says Boggs Burgers. So I get the Bob's Burgers, but what? Oh, okay. Now I get it. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Woo! Took me a second. It's yeah. uh, morning, folks. Boggs Burgers. Well, I think Wade Boggs needs to open up a burger joint like the uh, Wahlbergs and, you know, maybe get it big enough to where you can sponsor the name of a stadium. But, okay, wait, hold up. Hold up. How about this? Just like a place inside Publix Park or whatever it's going to be called of Boggs Burgers. and But all the burgers are chicken. I like that. That's a great idea. And... I think that is something that the Rays should embrace and take advantage of. Something that other organizations have done is some of the names of the kiosk and the incubator spaces are names or it's somehow tied or invested by uh, former players of that particular team. So, you know, Longo's Pizza, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get the idea. Boggs Burgers has a ring to it. And also the twist of the – all you do is sell chicken and beer. That's it. Yes. Maybe a chicken sandwich, but fried chicken, some sort of chicken options, and, uh, you know, your old uh, uh, light, couple light beer options, maybe. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think uh, Wade Boggs was drinking IPAs on plane flights. N- no. And, <laughs> and no, uh, that's why you can drink hundreds of them. Yeah. Uh, so Longo has Ducky. So maybe that there's another Ducky situation there. I, I'd I'd like that. Uh, the same. I think Jerry said also Publix Park, Pub Subs, Cubans, Coffee, and a race touch tank relocation. I don't know if you noticed, but in the renderings, there's actually two little pools by center field. So what I think is that's that smart. Mean? Yeah. I mean, you are on the bay, so you should probably incorporate multiple water elements if you have the chance uh yeah. nick says mcdonald's field um i don't think that would happen uh it's got to be a little bit more localized perhaps um dex imaging field perhaps that's what one of the listeners has uh thrown out there um i've got jason gain saying geico park if you look at many of the giveaways in particular the bobbleheads geico is a big sponsor for that and you can call it good Greek moving and storage field. Yeah, we do see a, we do hear and see a lot of good Greek moving and storage uh, advertisements. Uh, Cody Robbins is a joke here. 2001 Space Odyssey Stadium. If you know, you know. Maybe on the Tampa side, that could have been a, a possibility. Uh, think about some of the the giveaways and the promotions that could be tied with that. If uh, <laughs> you had the ballpark named after that, no, I don't think. Um, I don't think. Space Odyssey or the uh, Downtown Strip Club Alliance is going to be uh, anywhere found on the new stadium. Uh, Jack Voorhees mentions Royal Caribbean as being a possible sponsor, maybe a patch or the name of a jersey uh, or on the jersey. Um, and then John says uh, Morgan and Morgan, something with Morgan and Morgan Law Firm for the People Stadium, something uh, to that effect. So a lot of fun options out there. Um, I would just also note, um, you know, some of the bigger corporations in the area like Raymond James. You already have Raymond James Stadium, so that's probably not happening. But Bloomin' Brands, Mosaic, Citigroup, Advent Health, some sort of pharmaceutical company, Jable, 
K-Force, Marine Max. Um, there's a lot of possibilities out there. Uh, and I would just, what again, I'm really, really curious about is what the price tag is for that exclusiv- exclusivity and um, the, the, the brand awareness. What's it going to cost a company to, to slap their name on the stadium and to slap their name on everybody's jersey? Wait. I th- isn't isn't Tropicana Field? Uh, isn't this? I think it was public knowledge, or maybe I'm just making this up from like the Mandela effect. If you don't know about the Mandela effect, lose ten minutes of your life today googling Mandela effect, and then your mind will be blown. Um, isn't it twenty five million dollars a year? Per year or for the entirety of the? No, no, a year. I think. Or is that just that, that, that sounds no. high for wh- how long, unless they restructured the deal? But I think the 25 million sounds about right for a new stadium nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think in '98 it would have cost that, but right now that seems like a fair price to be yeah. called something. Um, and think about. And if I were the Rays, I'd really take advantage of the idea that. This isn't just going to be used for 81 home games and select playoff games, but they have ideations on a lot of other events, concerts, banquets, ceremonies. They're going to be in that sweet spot of uh, larger than Amelina Arena, but smaller than Raymond James. So you can bring some those types of acts and just have another facility and another location that can be taken advantage of. So. T-Swift. That um, yeah. I think is going to be a, a windfall as well in that respect. If you have, oh, I don't know, Taylor Swift. I know she sells out Raymond James, but big acts like that coming to town. Hey, coming to whatever the name of the ballpark is. Yeah, yeah, that should be really fun. Again, they they want all year round. So yeah, that that should that should be a, like a. I don't know where I got the twenty five mil from. Maybe it was another team that got it a twenty five mil. Uh, I mean, that sounds about right per year nowadays maybe i'm thinking patches the star insurance from the yankees i don't know something like that it was 25 mil but you know check me on the comments if you know where i got that 25 million dollar uh figure from please let us know down in the comments and again thank you so much for feeding the comments on youtube on every video we read them all trust us we read them all we try to uh reply to as many as we can and you're going to make it on the show like you just saw today. So keep keep doing that. We really appreciate it. And we really like the 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 community, the, the niche feel that we have created through through this platform. So we really want to thank you all. Yeah. And if you're a professor, give us a shout out too. We uh, or, or give us a comment or an email and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, we may or may not look at your ratings on Rate My Professor, but regardless, <laughs> uh, we might have a little fun with that as well. So thank you all for your interaction and discussion made this a fun episode. So and hope you all enjoyed too. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.